You're listening to MC Exodus Podcast with your host, Michael Conteus. Christian Talk. Bible Studies with Commentary. I highly encourage you to download this podcast and share it. Get this message out there. Okay, everyone. Welcome back to MC Exodus Podcast. And this is your host, Michael Conteus. I'm going to get started um, talking about the Holy Spirit today. And what happens when you believe in Christ Jesus and have faith that God is real and and God sent his son to die on the cross so that we can be washed away of all of our sins, all of these, these terrible sins that have been plaguing us our whole life. And um, I wanted to show you, you know, through faith in Christ, you are promised a gift and that is the Holy Spirit. He is a, an amazing friend. He's a companion, a comforter, an advocate. He goes to your aid. He gives you wisdom, knowledge, self-control. He starts to teach you things that you never really knew about. He starts to show you things and aspects in your life that you could never have figured out on your own. And um, I have to say that I'm very happy to have him in my life. So with that being said... Galatians chapter 5, I want, I want to go ahead and start to read this right now, um, and starting with verse 1. So Christ has fully set us free. Now make sure that you stay free and don't get tied up again in slavery to the law. Listen, I, Paul, tell you this. If you are counting on circumcision to make you right with God, then Christ would will be of no benefit to you. I'll say it again. If you are trying to find favor in God by being circumcised, you must obey every regulation of the whole law of Moses. For you are trying to make yourselves right with God by keeping the law. You have been cut off from Christ. You have fallen away from God's grace. Now, God's grace of forgiveness. Okay, we are not saved by works. We are saved by salvation through christ god's grace his mercy okay we are forgiven but take a look at this right here works come through the changing of you the transformation that occurs when the holy spirit comes upon you and you're starting now to be led by him you're starting now to grow with him you're starting to learn from him and he's going to show you things and show you things about yourself and everyone around you that you never, ever even knew about. Now, think about that. That would be amazing, right? That's what's happened with me. The change started to occur. I started to be led. And then world starts to grab you. World starts to take you back. The devil starts to throw fiery arrows at you. All kinds of attacks start to happen once you become a Christian, once you once you. Uh, start to be led by the Holy Ghost. Here we go now. Now it's a wide array of issues. But we cannot forget that if we sin, we are not going to burn in hell. This is God's grace. Now does that does that mean that we are going to live in that sin? Absolutely not. Because the Holy Spirit gives us conviction to do what is right. So if we are continually, constantly living in sin, gossip, all kinds of things, are we turning away from God's grace? 
Are we turning away from the Holy Spirit? Are we refusing his help? Are we refusing his teachings? Are we accepting world? Are we a friend of this world? In the book of John, it talks about that. A friend of this world is an enemy to God. So think about that for a minute, ladies and gentlemen. Is that what we're dealing with here? Are we friends of the world or are we friends to God? Are we being led by the Holy Spirit? Are we accepting his gift of salvation? Are we trying to change? Repentance, turning away from the enemy, resisting the devil and he shall flee. That's right. Those attacks are going to go away. That temptation is going to go away if we turn away from it. So let's continue in verse 5. But we live by the Spirit eagerly. Wait to receive by faith the righteousness God has promised to us. For when we place our faith in Jesus Christ, there is no benefit in being circumcised or uncircumcised. What is important is faith expressing itself in love. So now talking about circumcised, uncircumcised, Old Testament covenant, Old Testament law, all right? That is now gone. New Testament has come upon us, and that is the blood of Jesus. Love thy neighbor as yourself, okay? Do unto others forgiveness, love, all right? Forgive 77 times 7, okay? I'm talking, we have to forgive, forgive, forgive. That way the Father can forgive us of our sins. Okay, so living in, in religion, living in rules, living in all of these things, well, you are just over bypass. you're bypassing what Jesus did, that work on the cross. But there are certain things to this, Ten Commandments, okay, that are still in play here, all right? Repentance and that faith in Jesus, obedience to the Lord, okay? Are we a child of the world or are we a child of God? You know, and everybody says once saved, always saved, saved by grace, now I can go sin, no, saved by grace, now I can change. That's what we need to be focusing on, is the transformation, not just the recognition of, oh, yes, I said a sinner's prayer, now I'm saved, I have my life insurance policy here for, etern uh, uh, for eternity. No, this is a conscious decision to change. It's a way of life. It's not a Sunday morning meet. It is a way of life. Being a Christian is how you live, how you think, how you act, who you are inside. And sometimes it's not going to happen overnight. I'm going to tell you that right now. It's not. It's a, it's, a, it's a process. It's a change that occurs. And it takes time. It takes time to learn these things, to grow like that. Okay, we just can't just expect that overnight we are, we are a Christian and we are walking in perfection. No, because we are still sinners 
and we are still plagued by temptation and we are still plagued by anger, frustration, unforgiveness, bitterness. And these are things that we have to let go of, ladies and gentlemen. We need to we need to turn to Christ for everything. We need to turn to the Holy Spirit for every single thing on this planet. Every day that we wake up, we need him. Every night when we go to sleep, we need him. And so many of us forget all about him. Holy Spirit was given to us when we believed. But then we went and put him in a box. We went and locked him up. Why? Why? Well, guess what happens when you take him out of that box? Guess what happens when you let him work in your life? Change. Transformation. Dedication. Stable foundation. Okay? Think about that, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And it's a wonderful way to live. It's a wonderful thing to have conviction of when you do wrong. To have a little voice. The small, still voice of the Holy Spirit telling you, don't do that. This is what's going to occur if you do. Be careful. The warnings. The warning signs. You know, there's a lot of people out there running around in the deliverance ministry. And I have to tell you right now, it's real. It's real. I am not one of those guys that's against it. I am not one of those guys that says there's no such thing as demons because there is. Okay. And they're plaguing us on a daily basis. All right. And some people have been called into that ministry. Okay. Because the Holy Spirit is, there's a move of God right now. I'm going to tell you that. And it's through faith. It's through faith and obedience. Obedience. These demons are always whispering in our ears. And this is why I brought up deliverance. These demons are always whispering, oppressing, talking to us, trying to get us to fall. Okay? Holy Spirit is there trying to get us to rise. Rise above that. We're better than that. We could do this if we would obey. Obeying. That is the key here. Faith in Christ Jesus that he died on that cross. That our sins are forgiven through God's grace. Yes. And, and trust in the Lord that the Holy Spirit is going to convict us, change us, and transform us into someone that you would have never thought. You would have never thought of the transformation that would, have, would occur through obedience. You would, you're going to even eat different. You're going to walk, talk, and act different. I mean, just think about it. You know, anger and frustration. There's so many people that do that on a daily. You know, and they live their life in bondage. Uh, these demons have them tied up, chained up, and locked up. Okay? And this is what they have to deal with. You know, because they accept that. They accept that way of life. Now, let's continue in verse 7. You were running the race so well. Who has held you back from following the truth? It certainly isn't God. For he is the one who had called you to freedom. See, freedom. This false teaching is like a little yeast that spreads through the whole batch of dough. I am trusting the Lord to keep you from believing false teachings. God will judge that person, whoever he is. Who has been confusing you? Dear brothers and sisters, if I were still preaching 
that you must be circumcised, as some say I do, why am I still being persecuted? If I were no longer preaching salvation through the cross of Christ, no one would be offended. I just wish that those troublemakers who want to manipulate you by circumcision and manipulate themselves. For you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters, but don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Now think about that for a minute. Think about that for a minute. That's exactly what I was saying early on. Okay, we are saved by God's grace. We are saved by God's grace, but don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. So don't say, yeah, I'm saved. I said a sinner's prayer and I do believe in Jesus. So there it's done. It's over. I'm good. Now I'm going to go back and do everything I was doing before because I don't want to listen to the Holy Spirit and I don't want to know the ways of the Lord. But how many people do want to know the ways of the Lord? How many people want to learn? I want to know God's ways because every time I learn a little bit more and I have a little more conviction and I have a little more obedience, I'm going to tell you what, I learned a life lesson that just blows my mind. And take a look at this, okay? Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. For the whole law can be summed up in this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. But if you always, if you are always biting and devouring one another, watch out. Beware of destroying one another. In verse 16, so I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil. Okay, which is just the opposite of what the spirit wants to do. And the spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other. So you are not free to carry out your good intentions. But when you are directed by the spirit, you are under no obligation to the law of Moses. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality. So sleeping around, everyone. Okay. Impurity. Lustful pleasures. All right. Pornography. Look at this. Idolatry and sorcery. So we're dealing with witchcraft there. Hostility and quarreling. Fighting, arguing, being argumentative. Uh, look at right here. Jealousy. Outbursts of anger. So outbursts of anger is flesh. That's flesh. And these demons operate. This flesh, all these things that are fleshly, are, we are dealing with. These are the doors that these demons operate in to keep us in bondage. Now take a look at this. Selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now look at what he said right here. Anyone, anyone. And we're talking believers too. Anyone that is living this type of lifestyle will not inherit the kingdom of God. And why? So you say a sinner's prayer on Sunday and you're having a drunken wild party on Monday and with no conviction. 
right? You don't you don't even feel like nothing about it. Everything is great. Hey, I just sinned I about maybe, you know, I sinned 300 times last night and I'm I'm good because I said that sinner's prayer. No, it's a lifestyle change. It's it's a conscious decision to follow the Holy Spirit. Okay? Obedience, all right? Sacrifice, okay? Crucifying your sinful nature. That is what it's about, ladies and gentlemen. It's not about saying, I'm a Christian and just saying it. It's about proving it. It's about living it. And are you living it? Are you living it? Or are you just saying you are? Now, let's take a look right here in verse 24. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Think about that for a minute. Now listen to that. That's fire right there. That is fire teaching right there. Look at this. This is good stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Look at this. All right. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. So left them at the cross, left them at the foot of the cross and moved on. That's it. I washed my hands of that sin. I've been forgiven. Now I'm moving on because I learned from that. And now I want to live a more godly, righteous life. Okay. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Let us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. And how many people, guys, how many people out there? And honestly ask yourselves right now, how many people out there are jealous of one another? Whether it's in school, on a basketball team, a baseball, football team, whether it's a co-worker, someone that got a raise, someone that got a promotion, someone that's doing a little bit better than you are in an area that you want to do. And you start to hate that person for it. You start to complain about that person. You start to despise that person because of enviness right here. Jealousy. Okay, it's like a cancer. It spreads through you. And all of a sudden, then you're riddled with it. And all of a sudden, you're starting to think about everything that person's doing rather than worrying about you and your family. <clears throat> now, let's take a look in, in part six, uh, chapter six, right here, verse one. Dear brothers and sisters, if any, if another believer is overcome by some sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person. Humbly, not meanly, not prideful. No. Humbly help that person back onto the right path and be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. Share each other's burdens and in this way obey the law of Christ. If you think you are too important to help someone, you are only fooling yourself. You are not that important. Pay careful attention to your own work. For then, you will get the satisfaction of a job well done. And you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else. For we are each responsible for our own conduct. Those who are taught the word of God. 
should provide for each other's teachers, sharing all good things with them. Don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. And those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from the sinful nature. Right? But those who live to please the Spirit will harvest everlasting life from the Spirit. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, you will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially to those in the family of faith. And that was a fire teaching out of the book of Galatians. Thank you very much, Apostle Paul. I always read out of out of the letters of Paul because he has a lot of teaching on love and forgiveness. And that's exactly what we are lacking in today's society is love and a little bit of kindness and a lot of forgiveness. Every single person I know has bitterness in their hearts and I pray for them on a daily. And anybody that's listening to this podcast right now, I pray for you. In the name of Jesus Christ, I hope that you guys have a wonderful, blessed week. And thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I definitely appreciate it. Um, they're short Bible teachings, but you know what? They're, they're lifelong lessons if you let them. And the Holy Spirit is here to help you. The Holy Spirit is here to, to guide you out of that, 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 that problem that's headed your way, that, the trauma of daily living that's headed your way. Um, if you guys are depressed out there and thinking of suicide, just remember there's a national suicide hotline and there's also, believe me, the power of prayer through God. Holy Spirit will guide you away from that spirit of suicide and depression. Let me tell you what, he can move mountains with just a little bit of faith. So until my next episode, thank you for listening to MC Exodus podcast.